Are you sick and tired of leveling your character? Are you done getting gear with your new Samir Guild and want to keep it all for yourself? Then give it the finger and start using boosted X3000. Your boost for your gold. Boosting 3000 will give you the full experience of not playing the game. Now included with a pet bunny that doesn't do shit for you. Payment non-refundable for bad experiences, old people, smelly cheese, shooting squirrels, bingo, and any other crap you like in a game. Welcome back everybody to yet another episode of the Auction House Podcast. Episode 15. 15. Episode 15. It's a, it's a lot. This is uh this is gonna be an interesting one. Uh we have some interesting stuff coming going on uh today. And uh yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun, right, Jack? Right, Jack? Yes, indeed. It's gonna be fun. Tell us then what do we have for this episode? We have some, obviously, the usual stuff we talk about. We're going to talk about the token price, a couple yep. of markets. We uh, we mentioned it last week, some BFA mounts. We have some PTR news. And mm. then after we're done with that, we pop over to the main part of the episode, which is going to be the boosting community interviews. Yeah, we're boosting buddies and Phoenix. That's uh, going to be the two we're going to talk about. Precisely, yes. And before we're going to start, what have you been doing this week, Zen? Uh, I, my my week has been very interesting. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a roller coaster, I would say, uh, up and down, uh, like blow, a blow. roller coaster yeah, yeah. in uh, IRL and and in game. But no, I've been doing a, a lot of stuff actually. Okay. Uh, depending on the PCR news, I've obviously been on the PCR myself. Checked out a couple of things. You've been streaming it, right? Yeah, yeah, I was streaming uh, for for a couple of hours. I had some issues with playing it the whole time. But uh, a lot of people have been having issues with the PTR, but that's all right. Yeah. But um, I have invested a whole bunch of gold, so that's interesting. That's a good thing. Yes, of course. What about you, Jack? Um, I have been working on the PTR stuff as well. Yep. yep Make yep, uh, yep. two posts about it, and uh, I'm working almost done with my price sources for my TSM uh, guide. So that will be up sooner or later. Well, there and, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm now creating a bit more room to make my content again. So yeah, definitely check it out on www.golddipper.com. There will be more info out soon. And don't forget to check out Zenzivul on the Twitch. That's Twitch uh, slash uh, TV slash uh, Zenzivul. Twitch.tv slash Zenzivul. Right, yeah. By the way, if you guys are listening, then drop what you're doing. Drop your pencil. Drop anything. Drop your your mother-in-law. I don't care. Stop cooking. Stop cooking. Stop working. Stop working. And click that follow button on the platform you're using uh, or yep, you're yep, listening yep. on. And click the likes and click the follows yep. and the ratings. Share it with your uh, friends, it. your family, your mom and dad, your kids, Cats. your cat, dog, uh, pig, yep. anything, whatever it could be. Yeah. So we're gonna hit in the token price. Zen, starting with you. What's up with the token price and which region? Well. I'm gonna go ahead and talk a little about a little bit about the EU token. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm sure people have, uh, at least some of us have been looking at the token and being like, "What in the world is going on?" It's mm. just still going up, as we've been talking about 
and it hit a high of what was it? Um, two hundred and twenty-seven thousand, I think. Two hundred and twenty-seven thousand was the highest point. Uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Which is incredibly high if we look at the thirty-day price range. That's thirty-five k higher than a month ago. Yeah. So it's it's high. It's really really high. It went up, by the way, with an average price of fourteen k over the week. Fourteen k. Yep. I yep. mean, uh, it's not, getting uh, more and more expensive. These yes. tokens. It's very very interesting to follow along here. Yeah, so same way the, the US, by the way, the US token went up with an average price of uh, 10.6k. Uh, yeah. That's that's a lot for the US. It's at the moment at an average price of almost 150k. And the highest spot it went up was about uh, 156.2k. Uh, the round up 156, make it easy. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm I'm not sure what the highest thing is. I think we should next week check out what the highest points were ever in game and the lowest points. What yeah, do you I think about we, that? We could do that. that but it's also fun. for the NA token is finally beginning to catch up in the amount of growth, right? Because I'm usually, not sure. I haven't, I haven't usually it, the movements are a little smaller on the US token than it is on EU, right? Okay, yeah. I haven't checked it yet. I believe your word. So yeah, we could check that out for next week as well. How it's uh, keeping up and how much is increasing in margin. So that's a good thing to uh, to talk about next week. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, the only thing I can expect what will happen with the token price, if it goes down, will be that there are more people returning to the game that will buy more tokens with IRL money. That's that's the only thing I can can yeah. think of that will make the price go lower, or we have to like hijack Blizzard. It's hard but, to say. Yeah, maybe for nine point one, but obviously we don't know when nine point one is going to release. It might be you know uh, still a couple of months ahead. I mean, my think? prediction is in two months. Uh, it's the sixteenth of June. I think okay. I I said it. We have like a prediction text channel on my discord where uh where we've put in a bunch of different dates as yeah. to when we think it's going to be i have no clue what i put in there but if i'm now seeing the ptr i'm thinking of beginning june that's what i'm thinking but yeah yeah it's hard to say we don't know because everything you know obviously shadowlands got delayed as a whole expansion because of uh, covid and other circumstances i i suppose yeah uh so that also means that said patch has been delayed now so we we don't know if it's going to come out earlier than expected or later than expected yes uh so i mean we're gonna find out we'll see hey let's talk about a couple of uh, those mounts from bfa which one do you want to start with we have first up in in the line is the shoot on range of the terrified pack mule it's a very very long name actually uh, it's a donkey right yeah yes yes it is um it's mostly just something that i mean it's <laughs> but yeah um what's going on with this mount is basically like all of the other bfa mounts this one specifically has not really moved that much in price since the expansion release but the quantity is dropping and that's on and, the eu right yeah this is on the yep. eu uh and since the expansion release it's all it's dropped by like 150 so it started at 500 to 550 being posted daily around the time that Shadowlands got released. 
And now it's down to 350 daily being posted. So the, the quantity is dropping. It's not very, very fast because a lot of people obviously had big stocks of all these BFA mounts. But now we're seeing that the quantity is dropping again. So we're going to see a price increase on a lot of these mounts. And it's already happening. Yeah, it's like on the US, uh, like we just said before, like a roller coaster is literally what I'm seeing here. Um, in the end of November, the quantity went down, the price went up, and the difference between that was like almost 100k in price it went up. And at the end of January, it dropped again in price, the quantity went up, and now since the almost the end, well, the mid-end of, of March, the quantity is now dropping harder, mm-hmm. and uh, the price went up with almost, a f- uh, let's see, uh, 30,000, 40,000 gold, so yeah. It's nice. a good amount. It's quantity three fifteen, and what was it again on the EU? The quantity uh, three hundred and fifty. Yeah, so that's really close. What's the price difference, by the way? There's not really any price difference in EU regionally, which is really interesting. Yeah. But I think it's because it's three hundred and fifty k, which is already really high. Um, and since there's such a low quantity, I think it's just a lot of people post around that price because it's very high. Yeah. Uh, but. With the quantity going down, and it might even go further down than it is right now, we might see a potential higher increase on the regional price. Right. But the quantity is dropping, so it's important to follow. That's true. Maybe the price will go up even more. Who knows? Yeah, precisely. Goldman's range. Um, let's have a quick looky, looky, look, look. In the from November, it's been dropping, 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 and from now, it's a little bit stabilizing in quantity. Uh, they could be they have to do with the amount of people they're playing at the moment. But what did do is is happening is from January it started to go up in price, and I'm talking about a 300k till now and 470k. So it's a 170k. Yeah, that's increase. good. Nice house on the EU. On the EU servers, we sit, we saw a a regional daily posted of going from 900 to 1200 all the way till December. And then from December, it's been dropping and dropping and dropping until now from the, the 900 to 1200 being posted of a roller coaster there to now 380, 350. That's nice. That is a, that's a lot. Yeah. It is uh 60, 70% that dropped off uh, in, in the daily quantity being posted. That's and the regional price used to be, 160, 170k around that time when it started, and it's gone all the way up to 375k. So it's gone up by 200k. That's uh, that's a good. Uh, that's almost an EU token. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's a lot. It, it's uh, it's it's an in- absolutely insane amount. Uh, and we can only expect this this amount to go up even further uh, with with the quantity dropping more and more. So this is also one that's very important to look at. Nice. And then we have the next in line, which is going to be the uh, Dune Scavenger. Now, the Dune Scavenger is a little different because the Dune Scavenger has always uh, been one of the easier ones to get next to the Blood Feaster, of course. So it, it, its price has been on a lot of servers. It's been a lot lower than some people would, would like. But if we look at it regionally, which is the best like tell of what a market is, we had around the time the Shadowlands released, we had a thousand of them quantity 
that was being posted daily, and it was 130k, 132k. Nada has dropped to just under 500 and up to 500 being posted daily, and it's been kind of stable for the last week. But this is very important to notice because that drop is a little over 50% total, right? 50% mm -hmm. has dropped off in the quantity. And the price has also gone up to around 200k. A little over, actually. So that means that the price has also increased by 70 to 80k, which is a lot. It's yeah. a, that's a lot. That's a, if I check out, by the way, the US, the US one, um, the quantity is almost the same like on EU, uh, besides the price. If I'm checking out when you said like when Shadowlands got released, the quantity was the quantity was 850 with a price of 101k on the region US price, and at the moment uh, it even spiked at 400k. And I'm talking about That's the a fourth, lot. 14th of April. That's like four times as much as it was. The quantity halved is now 400 around 400. Um, the spike was temporarily, uh, but still the, the highest price at the moment that it's going for is 320k. So that's still oh, yeah. a nice 300 price increase. That's an insane chunk. Indeed, indeed. The range of the tamed Blood Feaster. Fester. Feaster. Fester. Yeah. Feaster. Fester. Fester. So this is one of the most ugly mounts, I think, in game. I mean, it's very unique. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's incredibly unique. unique. It's unique. Yeah. Um. So in October, the 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 somehow the the in the US the the quantity dropped like from an uh, ninety hundred to an uh, twelve thirteen hundred. So there's like a little a spike. Sh sounds like um, somebody got banned. <laughs> no, I think I think at, at was that the time around where the third party input broadcasting software was. Uh, uh, 13 and uh, 13, 14 of October. Yeah, because the same thing happened on EU. It might be around Beow. that time. You see like a little bit of a dive. Yeah. Prices was around uh, 30, 40k. And then in November, it went up nicely to 120k. Quantity went to uh, below 1000. And the quantity is now dropping, 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 dropping. Quantity is at the moment at 520 on US with a price tag of 133k. So if you yeah. bought a couple of them in October, then you are now making a uh, 100k profit if you can sell them at the moment. Yeah, uh, and if we're talking about the EU servers, we, we're seeing that you know around the October-November times, uh, in between 2,500 all the way up to 3,000 almost uh, were getting posted on EU servers. And then after Shadowlands uh, came out, that amount till now has dropped to 750. Ooh, so nice. just around 2,000 daily being posted has dropped off now. And the price went from 35K to 45K around that time to now being uh, between 90 to a little over 100K. So the price increase is around 70K again. This is a really big increase for a amount like this in a short amount of time. Uh, and it's very important to keep a lookout on all these mounts, because as you can see, they're they're doing very much the same thing. Um, so it's it's important to look at for sure. And then last in line, we have another one that we do want to mention because it is also one that you can get as a drop, and it is the Great Sea Ray. Now, the Great Sea Ray is a fishing mount, 
that came out in BFA as well. And this one specifically is a little different because the amount that's been posted used to be very high when BFA first came out, but then it got a nerf. So the amount very quickly dropped. And now that we're looking at the, uh, at the point that Shadowlands got released, a very stable amount were, were getting posted because this is a water-only mount. So it is a little different. And what we were seeing is a 800 to 900 regionally getting posted daily. And the price was 170 to 200K. And now we're seeing a drop all the way to 400 in the quantity being posted. So that's around half taken off of it. And the regional price is to over 200K. Okay. So the price increase is not too insane on the great C ray, but it is there and the quantity is also dropping. Um, on the US one, uh, basically started from the 1st of February. The, the, the things changed, the prices went up, the quantity went down. I'm talking about in the 66,000 gold on the 1st of February, and it nicely went up step by step every couple of weeks. It went up, went up, went up, and now we're oh, at yeah. the price at 194k. So that's like almost an 120k increase in in price. Oh yeah, and the quantity is dropping like a bomb. Uh, it went from a 933 to at the moment to a to a 299. I think this guy, if it's going to keep on going on the US like it's now going, I think you're going to see in price in June of uh, an easy, uh, I think in a, a million gold maybe. Easy. It's going up so steadily and so the quantity is dropping so nicely. It's, yeah. uh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. jealous on the US side. Damn you bastards. It's uh, definitely important to look out uh, for all these markets. Obviously, it's one of those markets that are going to be a little more on the pricey side and the long-term side in yep. terms of investing into things like this. But if you're one that would farm some of these mounts, it's also, you know, it's getting more and more worth it every day to try and uh, go out and get yourself some of these mounts. Yeah, by the way, I looked wrong at the price. It's not a million. But what I expect is at, the June, is at least a 250k at least Yeah, for the great C rate. We'll right. see. We'll see. PTR time. Tell me, you played it. Yeah. Uh, I had a very interesting time, of course, on the PTR. At the, I mean, obviously, there's issues. You wouldn't expect to have a PTR that has, you know, zero, zero is issues at all. Because then, you know, yeah. there's no reason to have a PTR. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, true. I tried out the new zone. I tried some of the new quests. And, you know, you can mount in the Maw now. There's no more Eye of the Jailer. It's beautiful. Um, but when it comes to the most important things, I obviously went on, on there to look for. Uh, I look for all the things that matter to goalmaking. And so far, it seems that we're not getting any new crafting materials besides something that's related to uh, the base legendaries. But like, mm -hmm. we're still going to use the lightless silks, the callous hides, all of that. It seems we're still very much using the same on all of that. But if we talk something that we actually have a little bit of information on is the Crafter's Marks. And that is going to be the Crafter's Mark 3 and a prestigious Crafter's Mark. And the Crafter's Mark 3 is going to set um, the... It will upgrade the, the gear that you're, you're putting it on as an optional reagent, of course, to 180 eye level. And the prestigious one is 200. Yeah. But that one is unique, right? 
Yes, uh, yep. the prestigious crafts mark is going. It's a uh, epic one. It uh, has the purple color, and it says that whatever you use this on will make it a, 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 as a unique equipped. So you're only probably going to be able to equip one of said item at 200 item level. Yeah, but it's some more opportunities for gold makers, right? As for crafting a Indeed. couple of armor pieces. And the way you can craft these marks is basically with the current items. What I think is most interesting is that you can use gems. And I think gem, the gem price will, will go up a bit more. Because Maybe. that's going to be the cheapest way to make the marks in in some cases. So um, I hope that uh, the, the, the actual bit. requirements aren't like clear yet. The, what they give to us at the moment is... Well, it could be changed like next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, we have we have no idea. It seems some of it seems like half placeholder type of thing, but yeah. also some could be very final. They yes. might actually go with what we're seeing. So, Blizzard, if you're listening, just uh, increase the uh, the amounts on everything and just make the gym on. Uh, yeah, make everything. <laughs> make sure that you make everything super expensive. Yeah. And then we'll buy everything up before it happens. Yeah, because I, I I really hope the gem ones, because then finally we can make some gold with jewel crafting on it. That's yeah, so jewel nice. crafting has been left in the dust. It's uh, yeah. sad. Shame on you, Blizzard. Yeah. Besties of Origins. Tell me, what do you think of it? <sighs> They're interesting. I I had a very... <laughs> Is you know, that a good or a bad interesting one? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure what I, I think about these items as of right now. I don't think it's necessarily bad, um, but it obviously depends on how hard they are to make. Because right now, it seems like, oh, sure, we'll, we'll craft these things, we'll put on a rank 5 or 6 to your base legendary, which is how many ranks we so far have. We only we, we don't have a 5, 6, 7, or 8. We just have a 5 and 6 on top of what we already have. Um... And what this item is, is it increases the level of the attached legendary base armor piece. It's an optional reagent that yep. you can put onto a legendary base armor piece. And yeah, we don't really know how hard it's going to be to craft. Some of, uh, obviously, in the professions, we see uh, cloth required, or in blacksmithing, we see some ore and some shadow gassing. It's We don't know if it's placeholder or not because. There's an additional material. Yep. This one is very important. It's called Progenian Fragments. Or in other words, Pog Fragments. The, the Pog Fragments. Uh, because <laughs> these fragments here are a... It, they almost seem like a vendor material, but they are probably not. But we'll see. It basically is a extra material that you need to be able to craft these Vestiges of Origins. And so far, the only way of getting them seems to be through RNG on daily quests. Yeah. Uh, which would, early on, make them incredibly expensive. Yes, indeed. The fun thing about this is that they uh, used in the crafts are uh, 1 or 20. Uh, we're not sure how that's going to be yeah. changed, uh, which one they're going to pick. However... I think it's going to be 20, and the reason why I think that is because you can stack them at 200. That's why I'm thinking of yeah. 20. I think it would be not realistic to put the stack of 200 while you only have to use one. one. Yeah, that's the same it, thing I'm it, thinking. It's definitely a placeholder because we saw in blacksmithing that it required 20, and then in tailoring that it only requires one. Yes. Uh, so we, we, you could imagine that it's probably a placeholder. 
So we don't know yet. We have no idea how, how this is going to roll out. We only have the information of what the item will be. Yeah, and one thing is for sure, what we do know, if this is going to be an item you can buy and sell on, on the auction house, then this is going to be, and it's hard to get, it's going to be a hot item. Uh, if it's RNG based on daily quests, how many of these you can get, they're going to be super expensive yeah. the first month, month or two. Oh, the, what, what do you think about those the, the, the basic ranks you're going to make with, uh, with the Vestige Origins? Then the price is going even higher to the next level. Yeah, I, I it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what what we're going to be able to do here. And yep. we also like we don't know if you need a rank four legendary to be nope. able to upgrade it to five or six. We have, we no, have no idea. We don't know if that's something that's required because it doesn't say so on the item itself. Yeah, it would make sense if you upgraded from rank four up to five. But yes. as you know, right now we can craft a rank four. But we can also craft a rank one. Um, we don't so it's hard it. to say. Yes. We, we don't know how that's going to work yet. We do not have enough information. But of course, we'll talk about it when we'll when we find some. Yeah, the only professions that can actually create these uh, prestige of origins are the ones that can create, of course, the legendary. So the steel crafting, uh, leatherworking, tailoring, and blacksmith, um, and also these require the ordinary Shadowlands uh, materials. Uh, there's a little thing uh, with it. Will the prices go up for the materials? Yes. How much? We don't know. Because there's over an, another thing on the other side. We're going to have people that can fly. So materials will be easier to get. Second of all, in the mob, people can walk with a mount. So that will also make it a bit easier. So yeah, the balance on it won't be released or won't be seen at the first month, I think it will take at least a month till we we'll see like a balanced price, a new price way of uh, of the materials. But yeah, it's a question of waiting and seeing. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to find out. Uh, what it seems like right now is that they're going to be doing like kind of weekly updates to the PCR. So yep. it seems like we're going to get weekly information as to new updates around the place. So we'll see. There's a lot of interesting things, yeah. And last thing before we go to our first interview with the Boosting Buddies, um, we got worms. Worms. Boom. No? Worms. Okay. So there has been on the PTR a uh, person that found out uh, at uh, the Orbos vendor. His, his name is called the Keeper of Talhut. Talhut. Norbos. And he sells for pets. Topaz Bubble Worm. Turquoise Bubble, burr, bubble worm, the ruby bubble worm, and the flawless amethyst. Am- yeah. yeah, that one. Uh, bubble worm. The so far the the prices are very strange because uh, three, the the f- first three pets I uh, I mentioned need uh, some sort of different kind of item. We're not sure if that's going to be is it, if it's a placeholder or not, or maybe you need to farm these items to get these pets. The last one is very interesting. That's the flawless one. There's an epic pet, and you need 10,000 polished pet 10, charms. 10,000 10, polished pet charms. That is so many, so many pet charms. We're not sure if you can sell it, the pet, if you can cage no. sell it. I we I assume it is because most vendor pets are cageable, but let's yeah. say it is. What price would you give it, uh, Sam? Well, uh, taking uh, into account that we have some of the BFA uh, pets that we're selling for 200 uh, polished pet charms, 
you could sell some of those for 15 to 20 K for a long time. Uh, so, you, you know, you could at least pop a times 50 on that because it's 10,000 polished pet So it's, you know, 800 K to a million. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but it's also crazy if you have 10,000 polished pet chimes. Yeah. That's so, also crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unless you want to run an alt army and you run mission tables in BFA, I, I think they're very hard to get yep. 10,000 of these. Right. Guys, stay tuned. We're now going to our main part. We're going first going to an, uh, an, uh, an interview with the Boosting Buddies, and after that we're going to do an interview with Phoenix. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen. We're now to one of the main first parts, and we're gonna talk with the boosting community, uh, boosting buddies, and uh, as our as the speaker of boosting buddies, we have here uh, Brazil. Brazil, welcome to the Oxnas podcast. Almost Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yeah, welcome right. in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Oh, not bad. Um, Shadowlands has been um, pretty good up until the last couple of weeks, but. Yeah. Um, Doing pretty good otherwise. Oh, it's an interesting ride with, with Shadowlands right now. I mean, at least we got the 9.1 PCR, right? Right, right? Yeah, yeah. A little something. Just, little something. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Obviously, obviously, it, it, it's not much yet, <laughs> like, but mm, uh, it will come. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see some uh, good additions to, to the 9.1 PCR. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The launch was good, but it drew out a little bit long now. Okay. Hey, um, Let's start. My first, very first question is for people that don't know what boosting is. What's uh, what is uh, a Warcraft boosting community? What 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 is it? Tell us. So a boosting community is a group of players on multiple realms, um, sometimes even multiple factions or both factions um, that take on different roles um, to carry people through content in exchange for gold. Or mm -hmm. at least that's how it should be. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, back in, you know, before communities really existed, people would go into trade chat or whatever and find a, a local guild on their server um, and pay gold for a carry through a raid or something like that. Um, we kind of do a lot of that work for guilds and for individual people that, you know, want to sell raids or run mythic plus to make gold instead of picking flowers you know we yeah. connect them with buyers and uh, make sure that everybody has a good experience that makes sense a little nice addition to to extra gold making in the game for sure yeah. mm -hmm. completely but, different take but with boosting you're not talking just about level boosting you're also talking about gear gearing up Oh yeah, so we do. Uh, we don't personally do level boosting, but it is a thing. We just think it's uh, a little time-consuming for what our boosters like to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but we do, you know, two v two and three v three arena boosts. We do RBGs, uh, heroic and mythic raids, mythic plus. Uh, we even do mount boosting, like time loss proto Drake and Void Talon. Yeah, you know, our, yeah, our okay. guys know when they spawn and how to, you know, get you to them without spending a crazy amount of time it gets yourself a little a uh, little mount here and there and then maybe even going over to mythic plus and and raids as well yep all over the place boosting is a, an opportunity in some sort of way mm -hmm. i guess that's good um but when it comes to these boosting communities how 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 big is yours specifically 
So we are currently at almost uh, 2,800 members. Um, That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, we started Shadowlands with less than 100, so we've really grown. And, you know, those, oh, yeah. that first thousand members was like a, a big uh, <laughs> a checkpoint for us, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, building up, building up that big of a community in in what, like six, 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 five, five, six months. Yep. That's a that's a pretty good chunk of people wanting to to get into it. So. Actually, talk, talking about, you know, the hundred people going in for for Shadowlands, how, how did it start? How did it start for your community? Um, so I was actually an advertiser in a, a different community up until the end of Nihilotha. Can you say the name? I'd prefer not to. Okay. Sorry. No problem. Uh, um, just there was, uh, we didn't leave on good terms, basically. That's why. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was an advertiser for uh, another community at the end of BFA. And, um, you know, there was some social aspects within the community that I didn't really like. Um, and was just kind of like, you know, how can we do this, but better? Um, I made a lot of friends in there and people that, um, had a good head on their shoulders and we decided to do our own thing. So, you know, we, we made our discord server and, got some friends in to get us started. We have a, a friend that's a programmer that actually makes our discord bot and helps keep track of all of our gold and everything, all of our users and boosters. Well, um, that's cool. He's a bit yeah. like an, like an uh, accountant or, or he actually, he would actually be the person that built the tools for the accountant basically. Okay. So that's how we got started. We, we really wanted to, you know, put an emphasis on the community aspect of this. It's kind of in our name. You know, we're, we're boosting buddies. We want a friendly environment, fair, um, and, you know, make it more than just gold boosting, basically. Yeah, you, you like a little more than just uh, logging on to boost some people and then logging off again. Yeah, we've made a, a lot of people have made friendships and good connections yeah. in here. It's, it's a great time. Sense. That's good. It's the idea in the as in uh, the structure of the of let's say the company is it the idea to let people come back to give them that experience that they have from boosting that they're like wait okay uh when i want to boost another character i should go back to boosting bodies is that the idea the the philosophy behind it oh yeah we always do what we can to make sure um you know our, our buyers have a good time uh, our boosters have a good time working with each other cuz more or less they're they're pugging a key you know when they're mm -hmm. running yeah. a mythic plus for someone so we want to make sure there's no toxicity and like especially no racism or sexism or anything we're, we're yeah. very strict about those that's good that's good that is good yeah because there's been some uh, interesting things going on in in boosting communities specifically uh in in very weird ways with with all all sorts of things going into social aspects of of how kills are put together, but I guess, I guess it is it it is true that that boosting immunities are, are maybe just what guilds like bigger guilds are nowadays. You know, so there's a bigger focus on, 
on like the fact that people still want to have guilds. It's just for like a little bit of a different reason in terms of boosting communities. You're still doing a lot of the same things, but for for gold. I mean, what do you mean? I guess it's good. You get a little bit of gold for it. Yeah, I mean, we we do. I mean, we even work with guilds. You know, we uh, at the start of Shadowlands complexity limit, the world first guild was asking all the boosting communities to find them buyers for their raids. And, uh-huh. um, you know, you could see the people in trade chat advertising were working with complexity limit. Yeah. Um, you know, so those kind of arrangements are a little different because you're really going with their terms. You don't really set your own terms with the guild that you partner with, but yeah, you know, we have our own guilds. Much. Yeah. Yeah. We have our own guilds that we prefer to sell for that. You know, we work out the agreement and, they're happy with us as long as we can fill their raids and you know their raiders get to make gold and they get to buy boes but okay but so so for for the people that do join uh the booster community like what's required of a person that that wants to join let's say your community what's required of a person like anybody that would want to get into it say it's it's somebody that would want to be a booster so a part of the boosting team in the community right yeah, so it just depends on what you're doing, right? So if you want to be a booster, uh, at least in our community, um, you know, if you're if you want to boost PvP, for instance, you know, huh. boosting someone to 2400 rating in 3v3 is much more difficult than boosting someone to 1800. So of course, it kind of depends on the content that you're doing. Um, for Mythic Plus, for instance, a lot of that is very simple to gauge using Raider IO data. Um, so if you have like a 1600 IO, you can boost, I believe, a 15 key that's without a time guarantee. And then it's, we're a little more strict on higher keys. Uh-huh. Um, and then for things like advertising, if you don't necessarily have a lot of um, high-end playing experience, so you know, you're not great at pushing Mythic Plus or you're not in a Mythic rating guild, um, you know, we have advertisers which make quite a bit of gold and i imagine the traditional goblin would actually be more accustomed to that kind of thing where you can sit in trade chat and post your auctions and find buyers and yeah of course yeah but it just depends on what you're doing yeah of course but is it uh is there like a application that people have to go through like a trial period does does, does that like happen in the same way for you guys so there's no Trial period necessarily, um, especially for boosters, right? So once you sign up, we look at metrics that we think are uh, necessary to gauge how good you are as a player and okay. if you're capable of boosting content. Yeah, I think the only thing that we kind of do have a trial period for would be advertising, which just you know if you're losing your your temper with with. Uh, buyers from trade chat or you're having trouble selling runs or you know in some cases using our systems to submit uh runs to make sure boosters get paid we kind of have to walk you through that and it's a little bit of a process okay okay yeah to get started as as to how everything is put together and make sure that it's organized properly yeah, I would say that okay. advertisers have the most to learn because they're learning how our systems work, whereas boosters are just kind of playing the game. Yeah, they're already doing something that they've been doing for a long time just for somebody else. Yeah. Okay. 
from uh, one of our listeners. Uh, we got the first question on, from, on Twitter. And a Twitter comment from Robert, Mr. Monkey uh, D, if I'm correct. Uh, and his question is, is boosting people better in PV- PvE or PvP at the moment? And is there, like, can there be made more gold from PvE or PvP? Um, yeah, so um, at the moment, right now, um, Mythic Plus and Raid Boosting is in higher demand at this point in the patch. Um, earlier on, PvP has seen demand that we've never seen before. Um, I can't ever imagine it being as popular again either, unless the gear is going to be extremely overpowered like it was. Um, although if you're outside of the demand, if you're boosting like an hour of PvP versus an hour of Mythic Plus, the PvP booster will make more gold. It's it's more difficult. Um, there's a lot more variables going on, um, and it's higher stress than Mythic Plus. That's true. Okay, okay. Well, that's good to know at least. But if um, if somebody w- were to get into your community, how how would they go about it? I like. I, I guess obviously different uh, communities have different processes as to how they get new people. Do you guys also go out and look for individuals, or do they mostly just come to you? For the most part, they they kind of just come to us. Um, you know, our our people will send out Discord invite links to people that ask if they know that we're with a community. Okay. Um, uh, just kind of getting our name out there. People kind of just flock to us. The only people that we kind of approach in the first place would be guilds that want we want to sell raids with us. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean that does make sense. That's a little little good way to to get people in there. Yeah. Um, as far as like how you apply, um, you know, our, our mythic plus system is completely automated. Um, we set requirements, uh, on Raider IO data and you would literally just join our server, click a button on a, on a message, like a reaction. Okay. And our bot sends you a message and asks basically to see your level 60 wow characters and we check your radar IO and see which ones are qualified and what you can do if you can tank or heal on a paladin or druid, you know, whatever. Um, right. and that's, that's how we, you know, find you a spot in mythic plus boosts. I'm wondering by the way, now are there, uh, players from big raiding guilds, like, I don't know, mentioned limits or method or who else are they in your community or in other communities at the moment? doing this um they were at the start because uh like the first few weeks they were the only people that could boost you know plus 15s they were just too difficult for the average player um they were also incredibly geared um they weren't in our server but we were selling uh runs and keys for uh you know top 10 world guilds Okay. But were there also players uh, from those guilds in your boosting community? Or in other music community? Not in ours, uh, but they were in some. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, If I wanted to start one, (laughs) it may be a strange question, but but let's say I want to start the Mario Boosting community. What would be the, let's say, the first three steps I need to take to make a boosting community? Uh, Step one would absolutely be to find competent people that you can trust um, mm-hmm. 
It's not an easy task, and it's honestly the hardest part of starting a boosting community. Um, you know, making sure people can do and will do what they're expected to to get mm-hmm. everything going. Uh, step two would be to have a vision of where you want to be and the values that you want to focus on. You know, is your goal to make as much gold as possible? You know, that's great. Um, is your goal to have a great community experience and make friends? You know, good for you. Um, just kind of figure out where you want to be long term. Okay. Um, and then the last step would just be to really not expect it to be easy. Just stick with it. You know, um, it's a grind. Yeah, it's definitely a grind. Just keep getting your name out there um, and make sure that. You know, you're trusting your gut and doing what you think is best. Got to be consistent for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be more feasible to to join an existing one? Than, I mean, it probably would be a little easier joining an existing one compared to starting your own. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's much easier just to get started somewhere and get going. Um, and to be honest, you can make a lot of gold doing that, you know, our our people make more gold than we do as the owners of the server and as the community. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they just can sit there and boost as long as they're, they're a buyer is all over the place. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it's a, it's a good idea. It's uh it's a uh, definitely something that people can do if that's the, the content that they in, enjoying the game. Uh, but, but not, not that you're saying that that's some of the, the people in your boosting community make more than you guys do. How, how, how would you organize that? Like how does the, the organizing part of a boosting community work? So if you put together like a daily schedule, like what would people do? Mm. So um, I can kind of go into like each role and then the breakdown of what they would do every day. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, so that's good. Um, you know, we have several different roles. Uh, our, Basic one would just be the advertisers, you know, the people that log in, um, go to trade chat and try to get uh, our name out there, try and find somebody that wants to buy a boost. Um, You know, they will message the buyer and say, come uh, meet me in Orgrimmar somewhere and hand over the gold. Um, and then like in a dark alley, like behind the auction house or something, or, (laughs) uh, no, just in the middle of the Valley of strength. Ah. Uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're pretty, uh, on the up and up. <laughs> um, of course, you have you need to have witnesses behind uh, around you. So, <laughs> you know, we actually uh, have some add-ons that we uh, we tell our advertisers to use. That you know, if um, if the other person cancels the trade or trades you the wrong amount, there's a log of it, and it also whispers them, so they oh. can't kind of dispute anything. Okay, um, and it, that's just to protect you and them because some people yeah. legitimately get confused. Yeah. Um, so, you know, their job is just to find the buyers. And then, you know, when they find one that, say, for instance, wants like a, a Mythic 15, they'll go into our Discord and say that they're looking for, you know, four boosters, two DPS, a tank, and a healer. Um, this is how much you're going to get paid for this boost. And you're doing, you know, like a, a plus 15 in time guarantee, basically, uh, or whatever it is. Um, and then, you know, the booster will just get invited to the group and, through the dungeon and after that they're done you know they log in the next day and have gold um 
We also have like staff positions, like people that train the advertisers and, and boosters on how to do things. Um, another one would be like raid coordinators. So if we have like a heroic raid that has, you know, 10 buyers for a full clear, and then the guild is going to be doing multiple AOTC kills afterwards, um, they'll message the buyers and tell them, you know, make sure that you're logged in. Um, we're going to be sending out invites in five minutes just to kind of keep the pace of everything. Yeah, of course. Um, keep people engaged. Yep. Make sure they don't fall asleep in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it kind of slows everything down and the guilds yeah, get a little cranky. And then you have to wait and then yeah. people, buyers might get like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. Yep. Yeah, um, I get that. We have, you know, support. So basically, if if a buyer has a complaint or if a booster says that someone is customer support, customer and booster support. So if another in game, huh? Yeah. Well, well. well. <laughs> so you know, if a booster is throwing a key or disconnecting or whatever, we can always handle that and make sure it's yeah, not an course. issue going forward. Uh, and then you know the people that run the divisions. So you know, in boosting buddies, I'm a, a you know council member and part owner, but I also manage all the raids. Um, you know, I, I reach out to guilds and make sure that they're happy that we fill their raids. We have some person, another person that, you know, sets the guidelines for advertisers and pricing on things. And, okay. um, you know, we have a person that manages how mounts are done. <laughs> it's all, everybody's kind of got their own spot. Everybody is doing their little thing. How many people work for boosting bodies then? Then, or let's say, how yeah, how many people have have, have an, an a role in boosting communities? Like a staff position, like a more yeah. higher up position. Yeah. Um, and for us, we have um, about twelve. Um, we're pretty efficient and good with communication. Of course, you know, if we continue to grow, we will need more people to help out. Yeah. I mean, with uh, the 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 two 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 thousand something hundred uh, people you had, twelve people managing all of that is uh, you know it's, it's not. I, I wouldn't say it's some small feat, you know. That yeah. Is, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that seems pretty good, at yep. least in my eyes. Um, How was boosting, by the way, compared to BFA with with now? So the. Um, well, prices are higher than they were at the end of BFA. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, so, you know, with higher prices, the demand is a little bit lower because people are kind of negligent. It's not just one token for a, a Mythic Plus. You know, right now it's like one and a half. Um, a lot of our buyers end up buying tokens and then paying us with the gold that they uh -huh. get okay. from that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the demand is a little bit lower, but prices are higher. And that's mostly because the content is just harder this time. You know, if you remember, Heroic Castle Nathria was very difficult the first week or two. And communities were selling spots in those raids for the first week before it even came out because they thought it was yeah, going to be pre ordering, easy. selling out pre orders. Yeah, and that was all really those, interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, and all of those had to get canceled and refunded because nobody was able to do it. Oh, um, we we didn't end up going that route because we were still very small at the time, you know. Oh, but just get, just think of it. What kind of name it will 
give you. Like if you're going to be, oh, we're going to sell and you can, uh, yeah, well, uh, first week, no, doesn't, it's not a problem. And then you like fill. I, I think that will damage your name a bit if you're a community, right? Um, it definitely can, especially if, uh, you know, the people that are buying from you aren't well-versed in like the current state of things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're a raider and you see that um, it's not easy to do that, you might be a little more understanding. Um, but if you don't follow any any competitive scene or really know what's going on, then definitely uh, people get a little irritated. I imagine there's a lot of people that probably sat in that spot and did get a little frustrated at the fact that they couldn't get their uh, nice pre-ordered boost. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it is an interesting thing. I, I like, I personally never thought when I first started seeing that before Shadowlands was even released, people were selling Castle Nafria pre-orders before Shadowlands released, like in the pre-patch. And I sat there reading trade chat, and I was like, "That is wild." I never thought I would ever read that in WoW. <laughs> Pre-order, yeah. <laughs> pre-order a boost for the for the raid in the next expansion that's yeah. not out yet. That's it's just it like in some way that's just funny to me. Yeah, but the thing is, then it 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 kept it stayed in your mind, so that's good advertisement. Yeah, I mean, right? I'm not saying it's bad. No, no, I'm just saying it's it's just it's crazy that that's a thing in the game now. You it, know, it can get a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do you have do you have something like coupons we can use to get uh, discounts? Um, you know, our, we do promotions and deals and discounts all the time, um, several times a week. Usually every weekend we have some kind of discount going on. Um, and that always seems to bring people in. Okay. Yeah, of course. Cause you have to, you have to do something to take the, to take the competition out of play. Because you're sitting there trying to get people to buy from you instead of all these other people. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, we have another viewer question here, and this goes into the whole paying process. And this question comes from uh, Malignid Leon. I am not sure that's how you're supposed to say the name, but that is how I decided to say it. So uh, if I said it wrong, uh, feel free to roast me everywhere you can find me. Yeah, it's from, it's from Reddit, by the way. Yeah, it's on Reddit. Uh, the question is, I'd be interested to hear how the process go concerning the payment. Do you take a down payment all up front paid upon completion? And that is, you know, that, that seems to be more on the... Uh, on, on the, the, the buyer side. Yeah. So that's the, a great question actually. Um, so all of our boosts are paid in full before they begin. Um, there's just simply too much uh, risk with people logging out or disconnecting or whatever after you're done and not paying you with the rest. Yeah. Um, obviously we get it all the time where people are skeptical that they're not going to just get scammed. Um, which, you know, we always direct them to our discord and say, Hey, this is a legitimate service. You know, you can see I'm here. This is my rank, um, in the server and make sure that they're not getting, uh, ripped off, which I mean, some people will always, yeah, some people will always be skeptical and for good reason, right? Like I think everybody remembers years ago when there was always scammers, you know, trying to think of some way to rip you off with like, I mean, there's probably still lots of scammers out there that are trying to, you know, every day 
probably sitting there uh, disguising himself as a booster and then they take your gold, right? I'd imagine it still happens frequently. We do hear of that stuff happening sometimes. Um, If it's something that happens within the community, they are uh, basically blacklisted from every community in North America. Okay. Um, There's like a blacklist literally for every, for one person that the whole, whole community share with each other? If it's severe enough, yeah, we'll we'll message each other and and tell them that this is what this person did with you know mm. screenshots and and records, and they'll make sure that they don't even get to join their server. Okay, I mean, I I think honestly, I think that's good. Yeah, because otherwise, you're just gonna have people that jump in between communities and end up doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Yep. How much? Um can you make, by the way, from a boost? And how, how is that depending? Or is it like on the what you do or the time period? or uh, Millions. Um, for instance, our, our top PvP booster has earned over 25 million gold uh, in Shadowlands between carries that he's sold on his own and uh, with boosting buddies. How many are there? How many carries? Uh, for him? Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact number that he's done. Okay, you doing? Uh, uh, I'd say average. Uh, for 25 million, he probably did around uh, 40 carries. 45. Wait, what? 45 carries and you earn 25 million? Yep, it's and PvP is a very difficult boost. Um, you know, there seems to be a perception that you can just pay someone and he'll make you a gladiator, uh, and that's just not the case. Um, you know, this guy will teach the the person buying the boost, be in Discord with them and teach them how to play and what to do and, and communicate with them. So really, they're learning how to PvP as well as getting a boost. Um, so Co- coaching and boosting at the same time, <laughs> yeah, mostly yeah, I mean, for PvP. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's called coaching. <laughs> coaching and boosting, boosting at the same time. Coaching. I mean, I, uh, that's that almost sounds bad, Jack. It almost it almost sounds like you're saying coochie. <laughs> oh man! Not gonna say anything else. Um, you know, guilds make several million gold per raid, uh, which you know they choose to do with as they as they want. They can pay their raiders or put that gold back to buy boes for the next tier. If they're okay, super competitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes th- sense as to the people that you find, of course. Yeah, I think the guild that's been with us with been with us the longest has made about um, seventy million gold since okay. Shadowlands launched, and they just do one raid a week. With us. That's not bad. That is that is what uh, probably like. 20 somewhere in between 20 and 30 weeks uh i guess since november well yeah i mean the raid they started um doing the the carries um i think a month after castle nathria launched so it was like it was more like january okay um but yeah it's been pretty good for them Um, it does sounds pretty good and our, our advertisers make over a million gold per day if they're active. There's a lot of there's a lot of advertisers that sign up and never do anything. I would say about ninety percent of them. Um, but the ones that stick around and, and get good at it make a million gold make a, a day 
while sitting in trade chat, posting their auctions and, you know, just hanging out. Wow. Okay. These are numbers that I did not expect, but so how long does it then take? If if I'm an advertiser, uh, how many hours do you need to spend to make that 1 million? Like, or is it like, it's of course based on how many you, you, how many buys you get, but how much time would that take? Uh, our best advertisers would clear a million gold in probably uh, like four or five hours. So about 250K an hour for them. Prime um, time hours. Yeah, prime time hours. Yep. That's, that's like, to just do a little calculation, that's like five EU to- tokens almost. And uh, that's, let's say, four, uh, no, uh, six uh, US tokens. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's, you know, a pretty extreme example. Those guys are absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I used to be an advertiser and I I would average around a million gold, but it was a little different when I was there. I would sell about 35 Mythic Plus keys by myself, um, putting the groups together and, you know, making sure my buyers had a good time, as well as booking about 10 raids a day. Uh, but prices were much cheaper back then. Okay. Yeah, and it was also e- easier to sell. I guess there wasn't... There wasn't as much competition, maybe, as well. Maybe the competition was a little lower. Yeah. There's been some more competition the last uh, two months or so. Yeah. I, I've, I feel like I feel like it, all, it also comes down to the fact that it's something we have been talking about for a long time now, that we have more gold makers than ever, like new gold makers coming into, into the field because of... Uh, a lot of people are obviously getting excited uh, for gold making and wanting to make gold because the long boy was a thing that got removed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's good. That's good. Um, another question from Reddit, uh, Reddit uh, reader, uh, Hape Quindum. I hope I'm saying it right. And uh, if I'm doing it wrong, blame Sensible. So uh, um, no, okay. <laughs> let's say I sell a boost for uh, or a boost gets sold for 500k. So how does that money get split up between the advertiser, the support, the, I don't know, the, the roles? Um, so it just kind of depends on what the content uh, that they're, they're paying for is. So if this is like a, a raid sale, you know, the person wants a 500K raid purchase, whatever it is, either mm-hmm. a single mythic boss or a full clear of heroic, um, that 500K... About 100k of it would go to the advertiser, uh, so usually between 15 to 20 percent, depending on the community. We pay both, depending on how good of an advertiser you are. Actually, 15 or 20. So it's it's very it's it's never really the same. It depends on the individual. Um, and yeah, so for us, if you are um, like a a pretty new advertiser, you get just maybe one or two sales a week. You would make 75k on that, whereas the people that are pretty dedicated um, and sell about you know 10 to to 20 things a week, they'll make 100k on that sale. Okay. So there's some incentive there um, sure, sure. for being loyal, especially. Uh, the guild uh, would walk away with 375k, so they get 75% right off the top on average. And then the guild themselves, they they split it out, however their thingy is. Yep, that's entirely right. up to them. All right, so you like you, it's not something you really control. Yeah, I guess in a sense. All right, all right, that makes sense. 
What about Christmas bonuses? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas you know, gifts. Sometimes we will actually uh, switch the cuts around for a week and even sometimes even take a loss just to get people to sign up and get people active to, to yeah, fill runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we always try to make sure everybody's having a good time. That's really our, our main thing. Get right. some better uh, customer life cycles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's, it's definitely a, a, good, a good way to look at it. Um, so... So that makes sense, but how how would how would the, the the payment happen for for boosters? Like, how would you go about paying your boosters and people from the community? Like, is there like would you do that all the time? Is it does it happen like frequently every time you make a sale, or is it like weekly or monthly or whatever? So we actually pay our boosters and advertisers every day. Uh, okay, seven days a week. It's uh, it's a lot of work, but we feel like um, people doing a boost one day and getting gold in their mail the next day is okay. a good feeling for them. And we hear a lot of feedback. Everybody seems to enjoy it. Other yeah, communities yeah. will pay uh, weekly or every two weeks, and that's much less work. Um, of course. Yeah. But, you know, you might see a little more satisfaction from getting paid all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? They see the progress instantly. Yep. And all of that good. is handled just with in-game mail. So we have That's databases yeah, of course. for, you know, you, you tell us what tune to pay you out on in our discord and we make sure everybody gets their gold. How do you store then that gold that's being earned and that's being split up? Lots and lots of guild banks. Um, yeah. So, you know, our, everybody makes, um, different cuts and, you know, we operate on, uh, I think 11 or 12 horde realms on NA. So swapping gold around and making sure that, you know, if we're short on Illid and we don't have enough to pay everybody that day, that we can grab gold from another realm and guild transfer using tokens to send 10 million gold over there and pay out. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, also, um, if somebody, if, if people don't know what gold swapping is, it's a, it's like a, I guess it's a newer term that people use. It's basically just people find someone on another server that they that they trust enough to trade uh, gold with, and then if if it's say, let's say it's on 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 Terran Mill, somebody has ten million gold, then they'll swap ten million gold with somebody on Kasek. And sometimes there's a little fee attached to it. Uh, it obviously depending on who you're trading with, but it's just uh, I, I just wanted to make sure that people knew what it was because. Sometimes we have some terms that people have no idea what we're talking about. So I just wanted to clarify. Yep. And there are discord communities that connect people that want a gold swap and we, you know, we've used them before, but we've kind of made connections with either other boosting community owners or just people that Specific have people. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll make sure that everybody gets their gold across and, and we take those expenses. That's why we take a cut for the community because you know, we, we pay for the tokens to move a guild bank, or if we're eating five to ten percent to transfer just one or two mil over, you know, we we take care of that on our end. All right, all right, that's good. All right, so talking talking about uh, before how uh, we we you you were paying people on the daily and keeping them excited. How how would how would you say what what's the main thing you guys do to keep uh, the people in your community motivated? Your boosters, advertisers, organizers, whatever they they do. 
Um, we pay them well, you know. So our, we actually have um, a progression system for advertisers where every sale that you make, you get uh, a point or a number of points based on the gold value of the sale. Uh-huh. Um, and they get bonuses so they can get increased cuts, um, different perks in our in our Discord, um, special ranks and everything. Um, just kind of a reward for continuing to, to be active. Course, um, yeah. And it's kind of like a competitive nature. So it's a lot of fun oh, for them. Yeah, we, yeah, get, yeah. we get great feedback on that. Everybody seems to enjoy it. Um, and our boosters, just making sure that they're making enough gold uh, for the difficulty of the content, right? So whether we have to look at our prices or the cuts that they get, like I said, we can sometimes even take a loss just to pay them extra and make sure that they're wanting to do the content that they're doing, you know, that they're signed up to a- do. Yeah, actually doing yeah um so it's a lot of that and outside of just wow it's just just having that community aspect you know Um, we will play among us with boosters and advertisers as (laughs) like the council and we'll um i think we're actually planning on like watching movies and stuff in discord it's uh it's just a really great environment okay yeah so having the whole guild environment on top that's good wrestle Give us some numbers, man. People are uh, are listening and they want to know like numbers, like how much do you make? How much did you make? Uh, how, ma- how many boosts? Can you give us some numbers, some interesting numbers to the listeners? Yeah, I've got quite a bit of data here. So um, we're a newer community um, and we're growing pretty heavily. So the numbers change pretty drastically every week. Um, it's a little volatile, but... Since Shadowlands launch, we've done just under a billion gold in sales. Wow. A um, billion gold. Billion okay. Gold. Um, <laughs> going from 100 members to 2,800. That's um, a lot. Yeah. And the majority of that goes, the overwhelming majority of that goes to boosters and advertisers, as it should. Um, uh, lately, we've been averaging between 60 to 100 million gold per week, kind of just depending on. Uh, just the general vibe of the game. I know people yep. are unsubbing for a little bit right now until 9.1. Um, so that's like the, the gold value. Um, but in terms of like volume, we've been averaging about 300 to 350 uh, sales per week lately. What? That's 50 a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, that, that is, that is a lot. That's a lot. It's pretty good. Uh, the ma- a, a big number of that is inflated with uh, ahead of the curve achievements. Um, so just Sire Denathrius, they're they're pretty cheap and they take about ten minutes to do. So some nights we'll we'll sell about fifty plus of those. Um, just just in those, um, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, it seems so. If you've if you've done uh, a billion gold in sales since Shadowlands launched, I mean. What can you really say? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's 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 good. That's really really good. And it is tax free. Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's even nicer. Yep, no hey. auction house cut. <laughs> oh, that's true. From uh, me and Sensible, we want to thank you to uh, to the show to this episode talking about the boosting buddies. Um, for the listeners, if there's anyone out there that wants to start boosting or wants to join a boosting or want to buy a boost. Where, how, when, tell us, give us the information. 
yeah, so you can probably find us in trade chat if you're on NA Horde, uh, on especially on the higher realms. Uh, other than that, we have a Twitter account that we're trying to get going, uh, and hopefully a website coming up soon. Uh, Twitter is uh, at boosting underscore buddy, uh, and that's got a link to our Discord as well, right there. Okay. Um, that's good. Thank you. All right. Guys, we'll be back with Phoenix later on, so stay tuned. Here in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second part of our podcast uh, with Boosting Communities. And we have now a live on the show. Phoenix, guys, welcome to our podcast. Welcome in, welcome in. Hello, hello. How's it going? Yeah, going good. Yeah. I want to ask you actually, how are you guys doing? How Recovering was, uh, from last week. Well. Okay, what happened last, last week? Last week was a pretty big, pretty big week for us and our team, anyway. Tell us, tell us. So we did uh, um, a sale for the time walking, also the Dark Moon Fair for the Netherwing uh, mount boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Ted both did around fifty-ish boosts uh, in the uh, in a week, and we make around one point eleven million or something like that. Just from mm-hmm. the wing boosting, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Okay. First time I've had to do something like that. It was like a solid fifty-hour week just doing that. Damn, okay. that's a that's a lot that's, of time. Yeah. <laughs> it mean, is a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need to do something for eleven million for sure, one week, sure. man. That is that is true. That is true. I know how that feels. Money you got to put in the time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey guys, tell us uh, for people that don't know what it is. What's a boosting community in World of Warcraft? That's starting with you. Uh, so, I mean, we're just a community of like-minded individuals trying to sell whatever it is that you look, you're looking to sell. We got your PvP, legacy content, Mythic Plus rating. You name it, we can sell it. Okay. If there is a market for it, we have found it. What about the Torgas? Is this, is there a market for that as well? Or we do, oh, yeah, definitely. What about it, uh, No Kill? Tell me something about the Torgas. Uh, is that an interesting market at the moment because it's new? Uh, at the start of, I didn't sell that much Torgas in Phoenix uh, before I joined. So, mm-hmm. but at the start of the expansion, they definitely is. There's a lot of uh, Torgas sales. A lot of buyers just want to AFK through it. Uh, even then. Also for the twisting corridor, a lot of buyer want to buy it because it's like a two hour um, run through for each four. So a lot of buyer just don't want to waste their time or want to be lazy. They just buy a boost from us and we just boost them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, then the next in, in in line would probably be when, when obviously before we get into the meaty parts of what 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 happened what. What, how did Phoenix start out? Like, how did, did you guys get into it? And how, if you were there from the start, how did that, all that happen? Uh, so we started out as an offshoot after some events that happened uh, a while back toward the end of the last expansion. Um, we were originally part of Gallywix, or at least a lot of people here were part of Gallywix. Uh, when all that went down with the RMT side of things from the EU market, we have completely split off from them. Okay. Uh, we have reformed. Uh, it is under much better management now, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more secure and certainly a lot bigger. 
Uh, we have grown to the same size as we were under Gallywix, just as a U.S. market alone. Wow. That's, that is, that's, that's huge. That's very good. By the way, for the people that are listening, can you guys both introduce yourself and tell you what you do in, in the boosting community Phoenix, uh, starting with Ted? Uh, so I'm Ted. I currently do a lot of the mount boosting within Phoenix. Uh, I do also kind of work with the legacy department a little bit on my spare time, doing a lot of old content achievement related type stuff. Okay, and you're from the Gallywax community, and then you went over to Phoenix. If I'm I was there toward the end. I was not there for the entirety of Gallywax. Okay. I, I think I joined maybe about four months before um, shit hit the fan, more or less. Yeah, we, we heard the, the stories about it. No Kill, tell us about something about you. What What is your function in uh, Phoenix? So, hi everyone. I'm No Kill. Some of you guys might know me from Shotgun Stream or Post 18 Stream. I'm like. Or Hikons. Yeah, Hikons. Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit well known in the go making community. But um, I have my name in Phoenix, it's no refund. Um, so I'm a Mount Booster, also did some M plus on some certain time. Yeah. So I first started boosting, I was at Gallywix during selling M plus run at the start of BFA because I was the um, top 100 local in the world at the time for M plus. Nice. Yeah. And then BF, and then I, BFK get quite boring. I just, uh, stopped selling M plus went on an AFK trip. And then when I come back, I go back into the gold man, uh, gold making stuff. I, at the time I realized trade chat is a really big place. There's a lot of opportunity. You can sell stuff really quick with really oh, yeah, less sure. effort. So I go into first, I will start on the B mount just come out at the time. So I start selling B mount on Sagaris. I make a huge amount of gold at the time. And then I go into uh, um, mount boosting. So I applied okay. for simple service, which at the time Ted was one of the manager. Um, so we have a little bit of connection there. And then they didn't let me through because my the mount I boost or overlap with some of the mount they boost. And then um, I jumped through some southern community like ASC, all the stuff, and I end up with Phoenix right now. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, one more question, by the way, on this. Um, that um, what is mount boosting? Can you explain it to our listeners? So we more or less do the legwork for you. A lot of these uh, mounts, like Boy Talent, Time Lost, they have a very lengthy spawn time. Um, you know, it's a one and done kind of thing. Someone could come along and just kill it and grab it from you before you even mm-hmm. have a chance to react. Mm-hmm. We do the legwork for you in finding it. We alert you when we have one. We invite you to the group and then you can get your mount. Okay. Pretty quick and easy. Uh, rather than you having to camp for hours on end or hell, even days. Some people come to us saying they've been camping time loss for five, five years now. Yeah, we'll well, get it, yeah. we'll, We can get it to you in a week. How much? Um, Time loss, I think, is going for 500k right now. Yes, 500k. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So really, I think that's a pretty decent price for what could take you a very long time solo. So. Oh yeah. That's uh. That's I mean that's good stuff. That's good stuff for sure. I mean a lot of people have obviously uh heard heard about uh pussy communities and 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 talk about it all the time. But what is like what's the size of your community now? How how big is it? 
We are roughly 25,000 members in size. I mean, that's I'm pretty sure that's including uh, boosties, but uh, advertisers, management, uh, boosters, everyone, that, all inclusive. Yeah, that about is a lot of people. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, we are the biggest community right now for NA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and that means that like uh, people from America, Canada, Australia, what else? Uh, I mean, we even have people from the EU market that play oh. on U.S. licenses. Uh, I mean, you have your Brazilians and uh, you have uh, people from Mexico, like you said, Canada, Australia. We have people all around the world. We have people from India. Yeah, you in China. Yep. All right. So people right. coming from all over. That's 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 good. Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, no kill is new person. What does he need to have to join a community to be a booster? So based on the um, department, so for rate, uh, if you want to apply for M plus, you need to have a certain um, radar.io score, and mm-hmm. we need to check are you um, need to be boosted IO or not. For PvP, since the ranking for raid, we just look at your raid log. For M plus and legacy, we look at your um, knowledge of the game basically. Well, well, I'm talking about uh, the Radar IO score. Is there what's the minimum you need? Right now, for we have a different tier system for different IO. So if mm-hmm. you want to boost, you change uh, throughout the time of the expansion. So right now, for tier one, which is the boosting for M15 to M zeros, uh, you need to, uh, one thousand six hundred fifty IO. Tier two is uh, tier two. You need uh, one thousand four hundred fifty IO for M thirteen to M zero, and tier three you need M uh, one thousand three hundred fifty for M nine to zero. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. We just want to make sure we provide the great service. We don't want to the key of be course. fail. Yeah, that's yeah. right. A lot of you can see one thousand three hundred fifty. That's uh, the average rank for Keystone Master. Okay, that's the IO. Yeah, it's um, good to know. It's good. To know. Yeah, and for rate, we just look at your rate log. Uh, what's your ranking in the world? Like limit them. We just take them, as you know. So it goes in, it goes into basically just statistical uh, data that people have on their accounts like how yes. good they seem to be yes definitely yeah well, unless you're from a big guild like method or limit or yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't well, that matter then there's already uh <laughs> you know you already know yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah but maybe they will know. still maybe they will still want to see a score oh, yeah knows? of course yeah well you're sco uh sco no sco you're not coming i saw you score <laughs> i don't care who you are go away i saw you wipe the the raid multiple times we can't <laughs> yeah. have you no um if you were going about uh, applying to a community like this as somebody that would uh, like to get into boosting how would that happen with you guys if somebody were to get a to be a booster we have uh, some application processes, depending on what you're really applying to get into. If you're applying okay. to the RAID, um, they have their own requirements and they do have their own applications uh, for those. We do have like an applications channel in the Discord, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you can go and 
fill out the questions that you need, provide any links to the characters or your IO. Um, and somebody in management, depending on the department that you're applying for, the content you're applying for, where we they will review your process, your or sorry, your uh, application, and reach out to you uh, when they are uh, available. All right, some questions for you. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know because um, a lot of people uh, we we hear it. Uh, or at least I, I hear it all the time or a lot of people are saying, you know, I want, I would want to start a boost community. I want to start doing this and this and this, cause you know, I can make a bunch of gold from doing this. Um, but obviously it takes a little bit to, to put together uh, big communities like this. If you want to be very consistent with the amount of time that you boost with. So how would you go about organizing a boosting community? How do you guys do it? If like a grand scale, how do you go about organizing all the people that boost for you guys? There's a lot of build up to that. You're definitely going to need a lot of time and energy to start off with. Uh, you're going to need at least a few people you know that you can trust that have the same vision as you. Uh, just help you set up the required resources, the discords, recruitment, get people in here that can help advertise with you, boost for you. Uh, if you're not doing it in-house, because there are some that we do, we schedule out of house. Uh, we find the buyers, we bring them to you kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so like having another guild and you find people that they can boost through. Yes. Through. Okay. Yeah. That, like okay. It makes sense. Almost. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to definitely need somebody that has good experience with data management and data flow. Yeah. All this should be recorded in some way, shape or form so that you know who is who, what they're buying, how much they paid, where the gold's going. You got to have somebody that can manage all of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like a bookkeeper. More or less, yeah. And depending on your size, you might need more than one. Yeah, once okay. the um, boosting community get big like Phoenix, you really like running a business. We do a lot of stuff outside of it, like making, uh, doing some coding, making some document sheet, and... Uh, training, all those stuff. It's really like a business. Since we'll just ask about how to build up a community and you're talking about uh, setting up the roles, what kind of roles are there in your community at the moment? Uh, I mean, you have your community management, you got your owner, your co-owners, uh, you like your administrators. You're going to have your departmental management. So you have like your M plus leader or leaders, um, legacy department and that kind of thing. From there, you have like your team leads, if you're big enough. So there are like people that manage just those channels and setting up groups and whatnot. Um, then you're going to have your advertisers and your boosters. They also have something like a support team. We like definitely have a support team. Yes. Okay. So if I ask you now, uh, that how many, can you give me, give us a number, a global number, how many people work in Phoenix at the moment? I can give me, if, can I come back to that one sec? I'll, yeah, I'll take yeah, a sure. Look yeah, sure. I can actually look that up. It's because we have a lot of M plus people and yeah, also M plus some, is their biggest yeah the big, biggest apartment also the um ra uh, rating team for the uh, mythic and some hero major is the mythic team okay. so there's a lot of uh, uh the guild member all the stuff and PvP we have a shared community uh there's like a certain PvP community boosting for all the community. 
Okay, so wait, so the PvP isn't done just by Phoenix? No, this uh share like this a uh, separate out community just for PvP. So like Hukons uh, and other pretty big community, and uh, they have uh, their PvP and our PvP are from the same community. Yeah, okay, th- they are like some the rank one people, like, like really top in the game. Yeah, so you 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 find. For, for the people that are going to be able to complete the content as to boost somebody up to that level, you find people that are willing to give them gold and you take a little bit of a cut, cut for that, right? It's 15% to the advertiser and 70, uh, 74%, uh, sorry, 14% to the advertiser, uh, 75% to the booster and 1% to the manager, somewhere there, so, like numbers somewhere there. Okay. Management takes an overall rough 1% cut. Okay. That doesn't directly go to them. We have like a little side thing set up. So, you know, say you bought a Mythic Plus 15 and it didn't go on time and there's a bunch of problems with it. It's used okay. to cover the costs of getting another boosting team together to get you that run that you wanted. Um, so they can get paid and they're not doing it for free just to cover because you had a horrible run later on. Yeah. It's like an assurance. Okay. And to answer the prior question about how many yeah, people you have sense. boosting, I could say safely probably somewhere in the four to five thousand. Wait, 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 four, four to five thousand people working for Phoenix to do boosting anything in some in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a bit 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 bigger than boosting buddies. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. You have to keep in mind that there might be people that overlap in other communities, not exclusive yeah, okay. to Phoenix. So, like, you know, our Mythic Partners program, we have like 20 people who represent a guild or a group of players that would do Mythic content or something like that. Okay. They overlap. All right. They'll, they'll be in multiple discs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is, that's a, that's a lot of people, though. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, definitely. It's like definitely a big business. Oh yeah, very, very, very big. That, that's a ton of people. Um, going into it, into boosting overall is a thing. How how has how's it been for you guys compared to 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 BFA? How's it been here in Shadowlands? Would you say? Uh, so for the for the M plus, definitely get a pretty hype when the Keystone Master come out. A lot right. of sales through M plus all the stuff. Uh, mounts is pretty normal. Like everyone wants to buy mounts. Like the only thing carry over through the expansion. Uh, legacy as well, just like mounts and achievement, mostly for collector. The main, the biggest change is the PvP department due to the Shadowlands uh gaming system. So the PvP you can get to two twenty five within two weeks. Like eye level, yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone like especially uh, due to the rate changer, the drop from the loot for each boss, you almost getting like one or two piece, uh, per run. At the start of the expansion, and also M plus, you getting pretty low eye level stuff. So a lot of people just uh for like the top rated all the stuff, they buy a lot of uh M plus carry from us. It doesn't help that loot is very uncommon. 
it's not very not harder to easy. drop. Yeah. And at least in PvP, you can kind of farm it out quickly. Yeah. That's... And even if it's not the best gear going, it'll be enough to get you by so you can get those pieces. Okay. Um, question from an, uh, from the audience, somebody from Reddit, and actually a lot of people should already know him, Mr. TSN TV. Check him out on Twitch. His question is, what is your current strategy on getting new buyers, but as well, how is your strategy on getting new boosters and advertisers? Uh, starting with the buyers, how do you, what's your strategy? Uh, so it's kind of dependent on your community size. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's relevant, this question would be more relevant to other communities, not so much the larger communities, especially ours. We don't really need to worry about giving incentives to get people in. Um, our name kind of carries. People usually come to us. We don't have to advertise our community as much. Other no. communities might find it more beneficial to advertise their community through trade chat or other means to bring in people. Um, so people just come to, come to you guys yeah. all the time to get what they need. That's good. That's really easy then in terms of that. What's the most easiest way to get in contact with you guys? Is it a website, Discord, or uh, in-game? or? Uh, I would say through our Discord. It, as active as it is. Uh, so if you're looking to get a hold of us, discord.gg slash phoenix. Pretty basic, easy to go. The next question in line, also from Reddit here, comes from Ishw. And, uh, or is it Ishw? Ishw? I don't Ishw? know, but I'm just going to say Ishw. <laughs> that sounds better to me. It is, is there a person, a, a person that coordinates uh, rosters that isn't a booster or advertise? And I, I feel like you guys already kind of answered that, but I guess you could go into it. Maybe what somebody would do as a, a person that coordinates any, any type of thing in your community. So for raid, normally the guild will uh, organize their own roster, but basically raid, uh, normally we have uh, someone will manage also the manager or staff, uh, the head manager will manage who do which boost. All right. Sometimes it's first come first serve. We yeah. might post. We have a bot that will post a run up, and then you can sign up by reacting with an email with your class and your spec or whatever. It might pick you first because you signed up first. Might be a round robin kind of thing, and it just picks a random person. Sometimes there is a need, like he said, to have a very specific set of people to do the boost to ensure the customer gets what they want. Um, this that can be applied pretty much everywhere in every department, uh, at least in the mounts department. I could say we don't really do that. It's just a first come first serve kind of thing. We got a list of people buying something. Whoever snags it goes for it. But uh, how do you guys, uh, if you, if the booster somebody wants to boost in your community gets in contact, is there a trial process in that kind of uh, profession? Coming to me, I would put you in contact with our raid team's management uh, so okay. that can, they'll have more specific questions than I could ask. Um, getting to know your background a little bit and raiding history, um, your knowledge of the current content. I'm sure that they do have like a trials process, but generally speaking, I mean, if they approve you, then they have full trust that you could do what it is you say you can do. Alright, so they, if um, they look at, at your stats from Raid.io, your achievements mm-hmm. and whatnot, then they say, alright, well, you're in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, there is a process in place for like, you know, say you I got approved, but you 
your performance wasn't that great in the first run you signed up for. They might talk with you a little bit, maybe go over the logs, bring up some problems, something to improve on. You know, there's there's like a strikes system in place, so you get okay. like a warning. But you know, after repeated strikes, if somebody comes in here saying they can do something, and it becomes clear that they have purchased all the content they needed to get to where they are to say that they can do what they do, um, and it has happened they're pretty much removed from that department or just okay. depending if they cause enough trouble removed from the community altogether. So somebody, if somebody got boosted to boost. Yes. Right. We have had that case with a couple of mythic plus boosters. All right. Okay. It's also like in a drug test you need to take or like a <laughs> pee, in, pee the bucket or something. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's roasted all the time. Absolutely toasted. <laughs> Wait, no, but it would be fun yeah. if they like they like gonna test you. Okay, Jack, listen up. If you want to be a booster, then fine, but you have to take like ten tequila shots and then play with us and do like a, a high DPS score or a perfect tank uh, tank <laughs> score. Now, that's that's now that's like we need to get like, you lit and then do a mythic plus fifteen at time. Let's we'll see. Yeah. Indeed. That's like next level stuff. Yeah. Close your <laughs> eyes and see if you can still run run around in the game. <laughs> that would be fun. Um Next in line is another Reddit question. This one comes from a malignant Leon. And uh, I, I don't know why. I, I mean, we all have these these names that are, you know, hard to say for me and Jack, but it's fine. Dingo, uh, is that you? It, I can guarantee you it's not Dingo. But um, this question is, I'd be interested to hear how the process goes concerning the payments. So do you take a down payment all all up front paid upon completion. So this would be from people that purchase boosts from you guys. So it depends on what you bought In the mounts team. We have to collect full payment up front just due to the nature of how these go. So, you know, if we find one up, you just gotta be able to walk in and snag it. So we can't really wait around, come to town, collect gold, wait for you to come back out there. Not generally how it works. Most of the time, if you're buying a mythic rate, Say you bought a 10 out of 10 Mythic Lear, uh, you would pay a down payment. And then just before your run's supposed to start, we would come online, collect the gold, invite you party, and you get your run. All okay. right. But so, we don't yeah, really obviously. do a pay on completion type thing. Okay. That's like uh, more and more like buyer safety. Yes. All right. And also for you guys. So they, yeah. It, may, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's a little easier that way. Um, you know, if you're not feeling all that great about whoever it is you're buying from, if it's a community other than ours anyway, even if it's just ours, we have a channel where you can join the community and actually verify who it is you're talking to in game and who their discord is. Yeah. So you can actually verify that they're a person within that community, less likely to, to get scammed that way. Okay. Yeah. That's By good. the way, the the other way around, um, is I heard there's also something like a list where potential uh, people that want to get boosted do a little bit of a scam or something like that. Is there like a global list for it? Because boosting boosters tell us there's a list for it. Like people get on it if they screw it up or just act like a bunch of assholes. Yes, there's definitely a list uh, for those like we people we get banned all the stuff and also um, there's certain people doing RMT stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have a list sharing between uh, all all the different community to make sure we ban all the RMT stuff or some uh, people causing a lot of drama all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair for sure. On that topic, uh, I mean, communities will talk to each other at. A higher level you know the managers and the 
administrators. So we have somebody who we know did RMT and we have proof of it. We okay. do report them to we, we we will report them to Blizzard and we will set the Really? Yeah, I mean we have. And we will also report it to other communities so that they can do what they need to do to kind of sever their ties a little bit. Well, does it really actually help to um, to report something like that to Blizzard? I mean, they don't care, like generally speaking, uh if they're caught RMTing, then I would say that yeah, Blizzard will act on that, or at least at the very least, oh, okay. they do look RMT. into it and they put your account on like watch, more or less. Yeah, okay. And especially Phoenix, like the big community, we have um, a GM on our side. We go through um, every certain period. He goes through all the RMT stuff, checking for people, uh, anyone doing RMT in the community. Also, he will do some uh, false ban, uh, like un- uh, unban someone for certain reason for example recently we have our one of our top advertiser got banned for rmt because the buyer got the the gold from rmt like gold trade uh real gold oh, website okay. so the top advertiser met, uh, reached out to our owner the owner reached out to the gm of the stuff got him unbanned We've had advertisers uh, also get banned just because we have taken a sale from somebody who RMTs. So okay. because the gold is tied to that person and it comes yeah. to us uh, out of safety, they ban us as too. So there's a process to get on ban for that, and it takes a long time, but we can't eventually get on ban for it because we didn't know. But there's actually a, ge- a game master in your community that helps out with uh, these kind of things. I wouldn't say they're in the community, but we do have GMs that oversee our paperwork where everything is tracked. Every sale, what realm you're on, what time we collect, how much gold kind of there is, how much gold there is, where it's all located, who's getting it, what the boost was for. So everything is completely tracked right down to the nitty gritty little details that you wouldn't even think to track. And we do have GMs that look over these sheets time to time to make sure that there is nothing funny going on. But I, I assume that's the same type, the same kind of person every time. It's not every time a new GM. No, I'm, I'm sure that it's uh, the same person or group of people that, that collaborate on that. And is that an idea from Phoenix to do this? Or is it something from Blizzard's side that they wanted to have? After the entire issue with um, Gallywix, uh, we opened up our books. We reached out when we reformed as Phoenix, just the U.S. market. We have reached out and we have provided these resources and these documents to Blizzard um, so that we can have that kind of issue again. You know, a little bit of a full disclosure, you know, nothing hidden. Yeah. So we also Just have starts. only one yeah. person in the entire mm-hmm. community that handles all gold. All gold goes to him. He has accounts to handle all the gold incoming to hold it in all the banks. It's just one individual. So if anything happens to him, then yeah, the gold goes away, but nothing's going to happen to him. He's 100% straightforward by the book. And he does have his connections with Blizzard since he's pretty well known at this point. Okay. By the way, talking about Blizzard, um, are there actually World of Warcraft employees that sometimes make use of your uh, your 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 services? I can say that as far as anyone in Phoenix is aware, we have not had anybody purchasing as from Blizzard. Personally, before I even came to Phoenix or Gallywix, uh, I had had a couple of Blizzard Blizzard uh, Blizzard employees come to me for 
just more or less raid achievement type things, multi-box type things. Um, nobody high level. You wouldn't think it's something high level or anything like that. Just kind of like a regular game dev, like a quest designer or something like that. But nobody, no, not like a GM. If they wanted something, they could just go and they got it. <laughs> well, there, there are, we can say that there are maybe employees out there that did you make use of a boosting community for a boost or anything, right? We can't really speak of it, but normally it's the owner have like direct contact with it, as you know. Yeah. Uh, what I remember was boosting was different back in the days because you gave literally access to your account to somebody else and he would run it for you and then you came back from work or from school and then your character was like uh, 10 levels higher or something. That's what I remember from the vanilla days. Yeah, there were leveling boosters for sure. Uh, I think there were a lot more legitimate boosters too at the time that would more or less carry you through a raid content or a dungeon or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you can farm out your gear. But yes, there were the leveling boosters or the uh, honor boosters who would get on your account and do their sketchy things. Yeah, most of them you have to pay with uh, RNT. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Actually, something that uh, we, we were talking about, uh, the whole payment process and um so so going into talking about how much gold you can potentially make boosting if if somebody uh obviously it depends on 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 if you're a booster if you're uh handling as an organizer if you're an advertiser but let's say let's take it from the booster's perspective if you if you're somebody running either mythic plus uh any type of pvp how much could they make let's say weekly or monthly in terms of gold oh. For M plus, I would say you make re- quite a decent amount, like around uh five hundred. Depending on like what tier you are, if you're on the top tier, you making quite a lot, like one mil per week. That's no issue. Really. Okay. Um, the lower part you making like I would say tier three. Uh, tier three, you probably making one hundred, two hundred per week, and for PVP. Uh, due to the gaming system, they make a huge amount of money right now. Probably I'm speaking about like 20 million per week. 20 million per week. Yeah, they're pulling in 10 to 20 a week. Uh, depends on how much you play. I mean, of course, some of these of guys course. are putting in like, you know, 40 or 50 hour weeks like I was the last week, uh, just boosting PvP. So, I mean, they get online, all they're doing is carrying people the whole time they're online. But I mean, still, if you're doing 40 to 50 hours and you get 20 million out of it, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> Even 10, 10 million is still pretty good, you know, for, yeah. for, for boosting. That's a real nice payout. Yeah, it's guaranteed gold. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's a good way of, of thinking about it for sure. We, we have another question here from Reddit and it is from, uh, Happy Quidum, how much do advertisers and individual boosters on a rating team make? And that's why, so so we're saying if if a 500k sale happens for a raid boost, right? If something was for a curve achievement or the last boss, how much would every individual person make? Is that something you guys design? So it would really depend on the sale type. So say you bought a legacy achievement that required five people, right? Uh-huh. And so your your pot is divided among those five people. You get a much larger payout. Whereas, say you bought, um, um, let's say, uh, not cutting edge, but um, AOTC. Uh-huh. You're going to have more people boosting the AOTC sale. You might have seven people boosting five people for an AOTC sale or something like that. I don't know the figures. 
So your payout's going to be a lot less for that one run yeah. um, for a fairly similar amount of time. But uh, I think, let's see. But you can sign up. Um, you could probably, I mean, d- depends. It could be anywhere from like 45K for a run all the way up to like 200K for a run. Uh, nice. Depending on how many people you have in the run doing the boosting. Yeah, of course. But, how many like people said, join? You usually stack up multiple buyers, and then you could do set it up so that you're running three hours straight of just AOTC runs. So you're just killing that last boss over and over again for three hours straight. So yeah, at course. the end of that three hours, you mean you end up making bank, but it's smaller cuts over that time frame. Yeah, that does make sense. That's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Question from uh, Saura Nuva. He's a gold maker and content creator as well. Check him out on YouTube. Saura Nuva. How do you guys transfer your gold between the realms? Since we collect gold on all realms, we generally don't even have to transfer gold between realms in most cases. It depends on really where like uh, our advertisers or our boosters are really taking their cut. Uh, if you're on a smaller realm that doesn't have as much income on it, we might have to transfer over and set up a bank that we end up paying. Uh, we can we transfer that gold into Blizzard Balance and then use that Blizzard Balance to pay for a bank transfer. So there's time. There's a time lag between getting uh, payouts after like a, a cut. You know, say Tuesday we can stop all cuts coming in. We start a new pay period. You might see a week later you'll get your payout. So like that management fee from earlier with that one percent fee, a lot of that will also I mean you're, that's for all sales. So that adds up over time. That will yeah, help pay for those transfers. That does okay. make sense. But it's also that that I I bet <clears throat> with how much uh you're you're going through and 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 obviously selling boost for, I bet that takes a lot of time to to manage moving around payment and paying people all over there. You know, oh, yeah. all over is that's definitely a couple of days process just oh, yeah. organizing what's going where and then another couple of days just to get it all going. Okay. Yeah. So I mean going for obviously talking about uh a lot of people putting a lot of time into this. How how do you go go about keeping people motivated? Is that something just that happens with obviously the amount of gold that they're making? So definitely amount of gold they're making also we have certain reward. Uh, uh, for example, the advertiser, once you hit a certain rank, you get a certain amount of gold as reward uh, for the first... Like, yeah, a bonus. like a bonus, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's usually like a token. Yes. That's cool. Oh, nice. So if they do extra work for you guys, they get a little yeah. bit more gold. Yeah. So we have like uh, four ranks. I think it's three or four ranks for advertisers. So the higher your rank, the more the bonus is for hitting that... like. Um, like hitting your sales target, yeah, quote unquote. Uh, not really to put it like blatantly, like, fresh, it, like open world kind of thing, but um, yeah, yeah. So like hitting a like a sales target would get you uh, an extra couple tokens or something like that, depending on how much you bring in. So for the first goal, if you made five hundred million during this cycle, uh, you get fifty k, and then one hundred. What what's what's the cycle? Cycle is just a pay period, and it's a two week period. So yeah, so you're when we say 500 mil, that means you've advertised brought in 500 mil worth of sales in that two, in two weeks. Yeah, All right. wow. To give you a timetable, how long it takes to build that up, and it, depending on the advertiser and how good you are and how personable you are, um, I mean, you could bring in a lot of money that way. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow! It also is a time investment, so that's one of those things where we have advertisers. That's their thing; they enjoy it. They'll sit around and advertise for hours. Yeah, that's that's how they you know get their fun and enjoyment out of the game more or less. 
and make gold yeah, at yeah. the same time. <laughs> yeah. So come back to it. So rank one, uh, go one, five million, you get 50K, 10 million, you get 100K, 50 million, 250K, and then just up, up, up throughout that. The top one is 50 million, you get 1.7 million. Okay, so you get like a bonus, but you also get an, like an, uh, an race or... Uh, yes, you would. Uh, so we have okay. different rank for advertiser. Uh, once they hit the margin for the uh, how much gold they have advertiser. So okay. for first rank is 7.5 million to move up to the next rank and then 20 million, 250 million, 60 million in two cycles in a row. Okay. Hey, the last question. And as gold makers, we're always interested in numbers. Give us some numbers. Make us excited. Like, what are you, well, how much gold do you manage at the moment as a community? And what do you make a week? Or how many buys you have a week or a day? Give us some numbers that like uh, make our hair go, uh, go up and do a little dance. <laughs> I will do that. Let me look it up real fast. I'm not going to give any d- direct details, but I will give you an estimate here. Where is my sheet? Here it is. Got it. Sheet. Oh, it's going to take a second. This sheet takes forever. to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that says enough. Yeah, because we do a lot <laughs> yeah. of coding. It's really like a business. Actually, here, I can now give you an official number of how many people you have actively boosting to once this sheet fully loads. Okay, I gave you cool. an estimate based on just looking in Discord, but yeah. Mono load. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why we'll release the episode in a week. <laughs> so yes, of actual boosters, we have just a hair over fifty three hundred boosters in this Discord. Okay, that's yep. a lot. Yes, that that's and, and, and what, how many advertisers and, and and all the other roles that would make up four thousand? A lot of the advertisers also do boosting, so it's kind of hard to separate the two. Um, mm-hmm. I'd easily say we have a few hundred advertisers. Okay, that, that that's what they just focus on. Yeah. Um, let's see here. As far as balances go, pretty sure we're bringing in roughly. I'd say it depends on how active the week is, how active the community is. Um, you know, toward the end of an expansion, it picks up a little bit without people trying to get that last minute stuff, versus like the end of a tier where it dries up. Yeah. So you're probably looking around about a billion to 1.5 billion gold coming in and out of our doors uh, every pay period. Every, every two, two weeks. weeks. Every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit silent at the you, moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn it. I'm glad you don't have to pay tax on the, on, on, the, on gold. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Imagine wait. Blizzard took taxes out. Oh, man. Just Ooh. wait. Huge. Just wait. They're going to put the posse fees don't on it. Just give wait. give my ideas, Ian, if you're listening. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll hurt you. <laughs> In-game, of course. In-game. Can you give an estimate how much gold you manage at the moment? Uh, actually, I can... If I, if I say more than 10 billion, would that be correct? Uh, I would say way more, actually. Way more? Let me just... Let me just... Can you define that? Like how as, as how, a community how, or yeah how much how much as, as how Phoenix. much gold is is like moving around in the community? No, no. Let's say that you to, you talked about one person, right? That that has all the gold. In how our community, much? yes, only one person controls all those gold. It does how much get, does he have? Uh, God, I don't know how much he has, but uh, if I had to put a number, what do you on think? It, 
I'd probably say he's he's sitting pretty around 150, 160, if not more. I wouldn't on the surprised. 60 billion. No, 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 million. Oh, million. No, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, of all those gold that we're talking, it's community. Oh, gold. it's okay. not just his gold. He yeah, really, he doesn't take cuts so much to, you know, make a billion gold. I don't, I don't know anybody that would even t- touch a billion gold off the top of my head. Yeah, but it's still a lot of gold as to how 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 much uh, goes through sales to a lot of different people all over your community. Of course, yeah, yeah. you see why we uh, we've reached out to Blizzard. Oh yeah, look oh, at yeah. our sheets. Because I mean, it's a lot. If you're if you're sitting from the outside without having a clue what's going on, you'd swear something else was going on. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Could, yeah but, I mean, still moving around a billion gold every two weeks that that you That's... guys are aware of is you know it's. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? 1.5 billion, right? Yeah. So we normally, we need to, for those turn holding those money, we need to be licensed by Blizzard in order to have that much go on those accounts. Oh, okay. so what you're saying is that Blizzard has to be aware that you're somebody that is yes. handling like a they're lot aware. of gold I mean, for you guys? Yeah, they, they definitely know who has all the gold. And they're okay, watching those okay. accounts. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're somebody who's sitting around like a hundred mil or something like that, you're on their radar. Because yeah. the average person, your, your yeah. average person probably only has a few million at best. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that sounds clear. Right. Um, we were going to end it. That's, tell the audience, the listeners, where can they find uh, Phoenix? How can they get in, get in contact with you guys? If you're looking for a boost or be a booster... Hit us up at discord.gg slash phoenix. P-H-O-E-N-A-X. Is that way, by the way, in-game they can contact you as well? In-game they can reach out to a few different people. Uh, Catnip on Frostmourne. He's the leader of the group. Um, most of us, if you go through our, if you go through the Discord, all of us have our realm name attached to us. It's our character name. So you'll be able to find us in-game easily just by looking at our character name in Discord. You also can find us through trade chat. Normally, it was someone advertising uh, in the trade. Of course. Uh, is there a website, by the way, for Phoenix? I don't or know if we yet. actually have a website anymore. Oh. Um, at one point, we probably did. Uh, yeah. It's just everything goes through uh, Discord nowadays. Uh, I mean, let's. what gamer let's doesn't see, have yeah. Discord? Yeah, that is, you know? that is true. All right, um, from Zenfravel and me, we guys, we both, that you and Oko, want to thank you for joining us on this uh, podcast, episode 15, and yeah. explain to the audience what boosting is, what your community is, and give us some insights on it. Uh, really interesting. Thank you, guys. No, thanks for having thanks us. For having on. That's a lot of information. Ladies and gentlemen, the episode 15 has come to an end. Aww. But don't worry, next week we will be back. Next week, we're going to talk about how to get new into markets, how to look for them, how to find out what good markets are. We're going to tell you from A to Z how you can do that. Right? It's going to be a lot of interesting stuff, actually. It's going to be an interesting episode next week. Indeed. But uh, before we pop off totally to the end, Jack, what what did you think of this episode? Do do you feel clearer now? Yes. Um, A lot of info that I got was... Made, made sense how it worked and I'm just amazed about how the whole system is so yeah what about you I am uh, the, the thing that I, I I already kind of put together how uh, most boosting immunities uh, 
you know, were put together, but the fact that they do so much um, automation in terms of moving things around with Discord bots and organizers and all that, like it's it's a lot of work. Like it's a ton of work that it's is going on. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. F- fully. It's 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 a company within a game. It's it's really cool. I like it. It's it's something that I, I I I enjoy when people overdo things, like take it way too seriously, because I don't know. It just turns out to cool things. I like it. Oh right, guys! If you're still loving us, still listening to us, you like the stuff we're doing. What should they do, Zenzival? I mean, you should definitely click all the buttons so you can find any follow yep. button, any like button, any comment button. Write a comment. Uh, yeah. uh, make sure make sure as well. Because you know it's it's <laughs> you always ask me, Jack. Go find us on Twitter. Go yeah. find us on Twitter, of course, on the eight H <laughs> underscore podcast. Make sure you guys go there. Yeah, it's a great. This is a little tip for next week. One of the great sources of gold makers is Twitter. Trust me. Sensible. Last words, man. Um. Uh. Uh. I my brain doesn't work. Hey, ha, do the monkey. Karate. 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 Next week, episode 16. Thank you for listening. It's wild. See ya. See ya.